Hi, I'm Kaylin, the Chief of Marketing and Public Relations for the NEOS app. NEOS is set to connect the world's young talent for more collaboration and productivity. We have a community-oriented approach here at NEOS, so we want to see everyone win, and we want to do that by getting people to foster connections digitally and in real life. Welcome to the NEOS podcast. Today, I have a very special guest here to talk about her journey, how to find your purpose, and entrepreneurship, Jordan Turner. Hey, Jordan, how are you doing today? Hey, Kaylin. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Um, Before we get into our chat, can you please tell our listeners who you are and what you do? Uh, Yeah, I actually have a very close relationship with Kaylin. I'm the founder and CEO of Neos. And so I kind of just operate and run the company and look for different ways to help us scale to eventually become a um, million dollar enterprise. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a pretty crazy journey, but um, it's been a lot of fun, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. um, I mean, just beyond that goal is also just being able to create a community of creatives. Um, that, you know, they're just being equipped with the things that they need in order to, like, actually become full-time entrepreneurs in this largely service-based economy that we're moving into. Yeah. So if you had to define Neos in, let's say, five words, what words would you pick? Um, I would say community-oriented, uh, educational, um, innovative. Um, let's see how else bold and networking, maybe. I like this. I think those fit. Okay. (laughs) So the big question today is this, how do I find my purpose? Can you talk a little bit about how you found yours? Oh yeah, actually, this is such a great question. Um, because I would say in the last year, um, I, the Neos app is really important to me, one, because like I said, in the last year, it's been a parallel and almost an intersection of my personal growth as a, as a person, um, but also as an entrepreneur and the founder of this company. Um, and so at, right around the time that I was actually starting the Neos app was around the same time that I would then experience this very fundamental change in my personality um, and how I like saw myself, my identity um, and the things that I wanted to like actually accomplish in this lifetime. And I mean, I've always been a very driven person. Like, I mean, Kayla can probably tell you like in high school, I had businesses very early on. I, it, all, it always seemed like I kind of knew my purpose and I kind of was all, already functioning in it, even though I wasn't very clear on what it was. Um, but as I got to that point in my life, like last year, it was like a crossroads where it became like too cluttered with a lot of other things that I really 
wasn't supposed to be doing because it really didn't align with my purpose. But at the time, I didn't know that, obviously. Um, so I was just so involved in all these different activities on campus um, and just kind of overextending myself. And it just never felt like very fulfilling work. And I couldn't put my finger on why, because they were actually very good opportunities that did provide a lot of enrichment for myself. And it gave me an opportunity to help other people. But it wasn't really, like I said, fulfilling for me. And um, so I just kind of took everything off my plate. And as I took everything off my plate, Neos also comes into the picture because like now I need something else to do outside of just school. Um, and so during that time, it was just like a lot of growth happening with me and my identity, kind of like dissociating me, uh, Jordan Turner, the student from Jordan Turner, the person from Jordan Turner, the entrepreneur, um, and just reestablishing that identity for myself. Um, and so as I went through that process, it became more and more clear to me that over my lifetime, which is very brief, I'm only 21, um, over the time that I have been like an entrepreneur, um, I've been able to like really get clear on what it is that I was actually doing and come to the realization that there's your purpose is really not attached to like a specific activity or a specific venture, but more so it's a it's an underlying theme in everything that you'll do. And now because of that, I can choose opportunities that align with my purpose rather than tying my purpose to those opportunities. So I actually started dating somebody too. This is kind of personal. I started dating somebody too while I'm also going through this like whole self-reflection journey or whatever. Um, and they kind of like told me what my purpose was, which was really crazy. And I think it's it speaks to like the fact that you can always go and ask somebody else if you're very unsure about what your purpose is and if you want like a clear um, direction on what other people think you contribute. And he basically just told me like your purpose is people. Um, and as simple as that was, it's like in that moment, everything clicked for me because it was like, wow, you're right. Like my purpose is people. The times I felt very fulfilled in the work that I was doing always involved helping other people, which is crazy because I never really considered myself like a people person. Um, but once he told me that, I was like, wow, actually, I'm definitely a people person. Um, and a lot of the things that I like to do involve helping other people, specifically by helping them find um, growth opportunities and to almost arouse potential in them to like go out and be you know, who honestly God created them to be, which is just very purpose-filled individuals that can contribute and add value to the world around them. Um, and so once I kind of got clear on that, I was able to like really choose my opportunities more intentionally, like I said. So the Neos app, thank God, like it actually aligned with that purpose because I was already involved in it. But now I feel more clear and more intentional about the steps that I'm taking with building this company. Um, but also personally, I became a personal stylist recently, which is like so different from being a tech founder. But it still is rooted in like my purpose, which is helping other people. Um, and so that's my purpose. And it's kind of a lifelong pursuit and understanding exactly what it is. I don't think you'll ever get to like a destination where you know exactly like this is my purpose. Um, it's very much so trial and error. And you kind of realize it through the things that you find joy in um, and the moments that kind of light you up a little bit. And so even now, just having conversations with my friends where they ask me for advice, I take those moments so seriously and I cherish them because those are truly the moments that I live for because now I understand that my purpose is people. I hope that answers the question. <laughs> yes, it totally does. Um, we're going to back up a little bit okay. and kind of talk about the styling job. I want to hear more about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Ooh, so I've always been really, really into style and fashion. I mean, like, my mom got me into, I don't know if it was, like, my mom necessarily or if I just always had a knack for it. But even as, like, a really, like, young child, like, I remember, like, loving to go to church. Um, And don't tell nobody I said this, but I like to go to church because it gave me an opportunity to, like, put my best fit on. And I couldn't put a a good fit together. I was not going to church. Like, it just was not happening. (laughs) If my hair was not done, if the shoes wasn't, I was not going to church. Like, I had to drip every time. Um, And I loved that, like, just getting ready the day before and, like, putting stuff together and playing in my clothes. So it's always been, like, a real big, I want to say passion of mine or interest. Um, I had, like, this big uh, wall in my room just filled with magazine um, inserts, like, of different, like, scrapbooked outfits that were pieced together when that was really popular. Um, And I loved, like, fashion games. Like, online, I would always play those. So, like, basically what I'm saying is, like, I always kind of, like, dabbled in it. uh, But it always felt more like a hobby or just something that I did for personal enjoyment. So I never, like, thought of it as a career opportunity. Um, And and interestingly enough, like that is something that followed me throughout my entire life. But I would always pick career choices that had nothing to do with style. It just never like clicked for me like that. Maybe you should try a career in this. Um, I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be a psychiatrist. I wanted to be a corporate bay. Like I wanted to do all this other stuff. And it was just like, girl, you really don't want to do that. But at the time, I thought I did. Um, and so Yeah, it it was just like something I've always been really into. But then I want to say what really changed it for me is when I went to college and like suddenly style was like on the lowest of priorities for me because school became so important. I kind of lost myself or my sense of style during that time because it was like sweatpants, hair, just throw it together, like just get to class, like get the things done. Like there's no time to just be like, you know, super fly on campus. Um, And I didn't realize like how much of my I guess, identity. I was like robbing myself of by not doing that. Um, And I actually kind of felt a little depressed at that time just because I wasn't presenting my best self to the world. And to me, that has a lot to do with, um, you know, how I look on the inside, because that definitely does reflect how I feel on the inside, too. Um, And so when I came back to Houston, because we went virtual, um, I couldn't go. I wasn't on campus anymore. So I really had control over my day. I would go to class, you know, online or whatever. And then after that, I could go wherever I wanted to go with my friends, kind of do what I wanted to do. If I wanted to go to dinner, I could do that. And I realized I didn't have no clothes. Like by this time, my closet is full of sweats. Like I have nothing to wear. And so it was a really cool time for me to like really like start my entire wardrobe over, um, find what works for me, like reestablish my personal style. And so I did like a whole transformative makeover around this time last year. Um, And because of that, it kind of just resurfaced that or I rediscovered that fulfillment and joy that I found in it. And I decided to start personal styling. Um, And then when I told people, they were like, "Uh, okay. (laughs) And the reason why was because everyone's like, girl, this is obvious to everybody else except for you. You've been running a style page for like the last four years of your life. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, you just always posting like you and like different, like this, the only thing that really makes you happy is like Chanel buying new clothes, putting together nice uh, color combinations. It's a no-brainer. And so I started doing it. And now I absolutely love it. (laughs) That's amazing. So it does sound like you're getting to a point where you can really do what you want to do. Yes. And like have no no type of like shame or um, guilt about it. Like, you know, feeling like I need to be doing this because 
this is what the typical student does and I need to excel in academics more than I need to in my personal uh, uh, hobbies and interests. But I mean, tip for all students who might be listening to this and are in that transition period where you're about to become a senior, this is the time for you to start establishing who you are as a person um, and divorce yourself from being a student. Because in the next year, you'll be going through an actual real world transition where you won't be a student anymore. You'll be an adult and you want to be able to have interests and hobbies and things that bring you joy outside of just like your identity as a student. Um, so that way that transition is one easier for you, but two, you can also pursue other career opportunities outside of just, um, funneling yourself into whatever job is, is typical for your major. That's true. And I hope that like more students can really get something out of this podcast and understand that like the people that we're going to have on here, they may not have taken a traditional journey. Like, yeah, I know that's something that I've struggled with. Like, Mm -hmm. I think everything's supposed to be like perfect cookie cutter. You go to school, get a job in what you majored in. And that's like it, but that's not how life works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we went to, um, you know, we went to a school that I felt like really encouraged that type of mindset. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's so important for like people to really just like learn how to like turn, turn the student mode off, honestly. Yeah. Because like you were saying, um, it's important to learn how to separate yourself from like who you are as a person versus like the student or the entrepreneur. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so what exactly would you say finding your purpose looks like for someone else? Or is it a different journey for everyone? Mm, yeah. Oh, it's so it's so unique to you. Um, for me, mine was really, really embedded in my spiritual relationship with God. Um, and so if that doesn't work for somebody else, I completely understand. There's definitely still things you can do to find your purpose. Um, I don't have a formula for you, but like I said, some things that I did involved it I mean it really wasn't anything I did either it was kind of more of an unfolding and so with that being said I would just challenge people to like be patient with themselves and give themselves grace um to not have it all figured out because I swore like swear to god I thought I had everything figured out in January of last year like I knew for sure that I was going to be this person have this job do this and I was going to do like I really thought I knew exactly who I was and what I was going to do and now I'm at a place where I don't know that at all and I'm comfortable with that. And so it's so important to just be comfortable with not knowing um, and allowing life to literally take its course. I think we are just so enamored with like plans and goals and checking off all the boxes that we really don't give ourselves the space um, that we need to like really just be sometimes. Um, And so rest, rest was critical for me from this time last year up until now. And it still is kind of, I'm coming off the the rest period now a little bit and trying to get into um, the more productive version of myself again. But rest, rest is important because it one, allows you time to kind of just like slow down. And two, it gives you opportunities to like really evaluate and self-evaluate. You don't really allow room for self-awareness if you are constantly doing the next thing and trying to find the next thing to get involved in. And you just, you have so many things on your calendar that you just think you're just so busy. You think you're big shit, but you really like have no time for yourself to even learn who you are as a person. Um, And that's kind of something that I struggled with a lot. Like I thought being busy was a personality. You could not tell me otherwise. It's not. 
it's not a personality. Um, so <laughs> it's not, it's not at all. <laughs> and so you have to like really just give yourself time to like, just be a person, like just chill, find things that you find joy and delight in that is not attached to income or product or productivity, quote unquote, in the way that we use it. Um, so yeah, have a grace for yourself. One, two, give yourself time to rest. Um, three, I would say journaling was very helpful for me. Uh, as I go back and read my journals from this time last year, uh, definitely a lot of self-growth. Um, just writing out anything that comes into your mind first thing in the morning, um, that was def- definitely very helpful for me. And if you're a person who values like routines and stuff, um, and you want to be intentional about finding your purpose, then you can definitely implement like self-help and growth techniques that literally like you know, get you into the practice of actively discovering your purpose, if that's something that you are comfortable with too. But for me, it was kind of more of like a happenstance kind of thing. Like I said, it was an unfolding, um, a becoming, if you will. And so, yeah, I just like rested. I rested with that. And it kind of just came to me, like over time, like the answers just start to kind of fall into place. But the journey is highly unique to you. So work with what you already have. um, And the answers, like I said, they will come to you. And I think the last tip that I could possibly give is to just try shit. We get super involved in like all kind of things. I will say that is one thing that I didn't realize at the time of me like constantly doing new things um, would actually lead me to my purpose. But I have had um, like I've had enough careers in this life, in my short lifetime for at least 10 people um, because I've tried so many different things. I've tried selling hair extensions. I've tried, uh, I don't, I don't even remember tech. I'm doing tech now. Um, I had a tutoring agency. Um, what else did I do? I did so many different things. I tried a lot of different stuff and I really did not just ever stick with anything until I found what I really loved. Um, that was my tutoring business and now it's Neos and now it's personal styling and they all are in very, very clear alignment with my purpose. So try things and I think you'll find the things that you really, really enjoy kind of all have a very clear running theme. And you can kind of maybe start to reflect on that and really do a deep dive on what that theme is. And um, that should, you know, kind of get you on the path to understanding your purpose. But like I said, it's not really a destination. So don't like be obsessed with having the answers to everything. I really like that. So I would say the next question is, if you could go back in time and give your younger self some advice, um, what would it be? Oh, my God. I don't even know if I would give myself younger, my younger self advice, but I would give her some words of encouragement or some things that I wish she was told. Um, so this question is so timely because I'm also like doing some inner child healing right now. Um, yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm such a multifaceted person. <laughs> I'm doing some inner child healing work right now. Um, And that's a lot to do with just like how I was raised as a child. And like I said, um, I think I was set up to really be um, a person who valued my accomplishments and found my worth and my identity in my accomplishments. Like I said, I was always a very like involved student. Um, But that started at like a really young age. They put labels on me as early as like six or seven. I was a gifted and talented student. I was a magnet student. And I also was diagnosed with ADHD. So at the time, like, you know, you're young. You don't really like know what any of that stuff means. But then like as time progresses, 
my personality somewhat did start to be like, like because of that, they would put me in specific programs that then like altered how I functioned as a person. Um, And so a lot of what I do now is like undoing that. Um, And what I would tell my younger self is like, it's okay to not perform at your highest. Um, It's okay to like, just be a child and do childish things and not like, you know, be obsessed with checking off the next box and being so good that everybody else can't ignore you. Um, And also that you are valuable simply because of who you are, not because of what you do and what you offer other people. And I would also probably tell her to like, to live and to love because that's something I definitely struggled with. And I still do is to just like, let it life takes it, take its course sometimes and to be okay with like showing emotion and love and appreciation and gratitude for the relationships you have in your life. And I would also add on top of that, it is okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. And yes, you need people. You need people. <laughs> people a girl, I thought I was just like going to be the one lone goat at the, because I'm like superwoman. Yeah, I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> so I thought I was going to be the goat at the top of the mountain by myself. <laughs> Um, and now I'm realizing like, I would never, ever go back to a life that I lived where I didn't have my friends that I currently have and the support system that I've been able to carve out in the last year. Um, so take that seriously, take make, making meaningful friendships, not only based on the work that you do or proximity as far as like school and, uh, you know, career, but also just people who like make your soul feel good. Um, and just can support you emotionally when you're going through like, you know, transitions in your personal life. Um, that's so important. And I would not trade that for anything. Awesome. Well, I believe that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for coming by. Of course. I'm always here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Make sure you check out the next episode of the Neos podcast. Yes. Do we have any idea who's going to be on the next episode maybe i'm not too sure they're gonna have to stay tuned yes i think we have some really exciting people lined up though so i'm excited yeah definitely yeah kaylin so proud of you for doing this um thank y'all so much for listening to me ramble (laughs) (laughs) one minute straight i hope i gave some gems i'm sure you did i loved every second of it all right so thank you so much thank you To stay up to date with all Neos app developments, follow us on Instagram at the Neos app, T-H-E-N-E-O-S-A-P-P. Stay tuned for our next episode.